Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and for today's show, it's really simple. It's Prediction Friday light, so to speak, because just going to give you picks, going to give you the World Series preview, because that will get underway tomorrow. Hold on, I got to move the camera a little bit, so for people watching on Rumble, bear with me here. Uh, okay, maybe that'll do move this so for people watching on rumble uh bear with me for a second there we go all right cool that way because sorry the head my head was kind of getting above and it would cut it down or at least the top of my head would be cut off a little bit but anyway welcome to the show i'm your host austin gerke it's Prediction Friday light, just going to give you picks and a World Series preview because the World Series gets underway tomorrow starting at 8.08 or 8.05 Eastern, 5 out West on Fox starting tomorrow. But I'll give you a preview of that today. And in reality, it'll be a very short preview because this series... You know what? I'm going to start the show with that. This series comes down to, in my opinion, pitching. For all us Yankee fans, you saw that yesterday, or you saw that throughout that series. From Monday to Game 2 with Framir Valdez, and then you saw with their Keating Game 3, and then McCullers, although he struggled early, I... Uh, he bounced back quick, and that bullpen, especially with Neris, Abreu, and Presley to wrap it up. Um, I'm going with Houston. I know I did in the World Series a year ago when the Braves took their chance, but I didn't see the Braves doing that. And the Braves had the bullpen to match last year. I don't know if Philly can match pitching-wise outside of Aaron Nola. And Zach Wheeler, but I, you know, I don't pick sweeps on this show very often unless it's purely blatantly obvious. And I'm not going to do it here. I think it'll go at least six. Houston's going to get out to a 2 1 lead early. Philly's going to win a game four somewhere. But it's going to come down to pitching. I don't know if Philly can match because they have a two-headed monster on the front end, but Houston has the rank or will be the AL Cy Young Award winner again. You have Frommer Valdez who led the AL in quality starts. You have Urquidy who, or not Urquidy, uh, Christian Javier, sorry, who basically can shut down any lineup and. If I'm not mistaken, Philly's lineup is very similar to the Yankees. Power right-handed. Yes, you have Schwarber. Yes, you have Harper. Reese Ho Hoskins got hot in the Philly in the uh, Padres series in the last round, but they do need a lot more. Philly's gonna have to limit their strikeouts. They didn't have as many as the Yankees did in the LCS, but I do think. If Philly's going to win, they're going to have to steal game two. I don't know if they can. I'm going to look at the probables right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to look at the probables for that matchup right now. 
but I'm going to go with the Houston. I'm going to go with the Astros in six. In fact, let's see. There you have already got Aaron Nola against Justin Verlander for game one tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Phillies in six. Verlander, he may not have the 11 strikeout performance like he did in game one of the LCS. But I think he's going to do, he's still going to have six. He's going to have at least six, in my opinion. He'll go six innings. Again, this is purely opinion. He'll go six. You're going to have that lethal three-headed monster in the bullpen at least carry the Astros through through most of that series. And I don't know if Philly has the offense. They have the power. You have the National League leader in home runs and Kyle Schwarber. And Bryce Harper hopefully found his swing. I mean, his swing gave the Phillies the lead late in game number five. So if you get those two hot, then Philly might extend it to seven. But I I don't think they'll end up winning the series. I think the Astros will end up winning this series in six, wrap it up in Houston, and they will have their second world title in seven years. So with that, that's the preview for the World Series. Again, game one is tomorrow. And if you hadn't followed the preview right away, um, you know who I'm going with tomorrow. I gave you the projections as far as what I think is going to happen for game one tomorrow. But as far as the whole series goes, I have the Astros in six. So that's where I see it. As far as the games today... I'm saving the best game for last. Ravens, Bucks, Thursday night football. I'm going to save that pick for last. Let's get to the games list for today in the NHL and the NBA. And yes, there are three college football games on for those that don't have Prime Video. Uh, there are three college football games on for those who don't have Prime Video. I'll give you the picks for those. And then I'll wrap the show up with tonight's pick with the Ravens and the Bucks. Let's go ahead, get to the NBA first, get you the game picks. Only four games on today, so this is going to be very quick. I got the Nets over the Mavs, the Clippers over the Thunder, the Warriors over the Heat, and the Grizzlies over the Kings. Again, winners for today in the NBA, Grizzlies, Warriors, Clippers, and the Nets. Those are your winners in the NBA. Let's get to the NHL very quickly. For the NHL team, for the NHL games, here we go. I have the Bruins over the Red Wings, the Sabres over the Canadiens, the Wild over the Senators, the Panthers over the Flyers, the Blues over the Predators, the Oilers over the Blackhawks, the Capitals over the Stars, the Canucks over the Kraken. Actually, I'm going to take the Kraken. I'll take the Kraken over the Canucks, and I'll take the Jets over the Kings. So the winners today, I'll take the Jets, the Kraken, the Caps, the Black, the Oilers, the Blues, the Panthers, the Wild, the Sabres, and the Bruins. Those are your winners in the NHL tonight. With that, let's jump to college football one more time. Oops. Need to get out of that. Woo. Let's go. Let's get out of this. Let's go into college football because, yes, for those that don't have Amazon Prime and have to wait till NFL Network gets the actual game, 
there is some college football to watch. So, we have food. Let's go to FBS, see if there's anything else here. Okay, so here are the games today in the FBS. A busy day here. NC State, Virginia Tech in Raleigh. I'm taking the Wolfpack there. Uh, NC State minus 13 and a half. They will definitely cover that one. Um, uh, two, 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 Southern Miss in Louisiana, the Raging Cajun. I'm going to go with the Golden Eagles of Southern Miss. Uh, and Utah and Washington State in Pullman. This is not an upset alert. Utah is favored by a touchdown. They will cover. I'm taking the Utes over the Cougars. With that, here is, let's see. I know I do a lot of that, but with the time I have left, I told you this is going to be a short show because, as you can see, I can zoom out. Here we go. Bucks, Ravens, a battle of, well, an aging quarterback against the triple option quarterback known as Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm taking the Bucks. You see it everywhere. You see it everywhere in this studio. You see it on this flag. You see me with this shirt on today. I'm taking the Bucks. Will this be a blowout for the Bucks? No. I think the combined total, if I had to guess, might be in the mid 40s, maybe 46 points. I'm going to go with the Bucks 28 and the Ravens at 18. Even with the injuries. On the defensive side, no Antoine Winfield, no Akeem Hicks, who basically has been a useless pickup to begin with. No Julio Jones. I don't think the inactives are out yet. They will be soon, but no Julio Jones. Mike Evans got banged up. Probably still might be. Again, no Antoine Winfield. So... Even with the banged-up defense, this defense will at least, especially with the way the Ravens run that offense, they're not going to ask Lamar to do too much. I only expect him, if you're playing a prop bet thing and whatever the prop bets are set at, as far as pass attempts, expect it to be at the under. You know, he might, you know, I'm making a pure guess out of this one, 16 passes maybe. He'll go 9 of 16 or 10 of 16, which will be solid, efficient, and he'll go under 200. So as far as Lamar goes, and as far as running, he'll probably get another 100-yard game. And by the way, if he does do that, then the Bucks will lose this game. So that's why I'm... You know, he might get 100 and the Bucks might still win, but if he does go for 100 as far as they running back, which he actually is. He's not a quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. He's a triple option quarterback. But, I bet, if he goes for 100 yards as a running back, the Bucks might be in trouble. I do think even with the injuries, the defense will limit that. But my major concern, and the major concern I have for the rest of this show, and the major projections I have for the rest of this show, are simple. Run the ball. Run the ball. I've been saying it for two years since Brady has shown up in Tampa. Run the ball. I don't want my 45-year-old quarterback. Yes, he's got the arm to do it. And if you give him time, which, if 
by the way, nobody can use that excuse as a, well, his offensive line's banged up. You know the offensive line combination, America, you have all seen since week five? Or really since the Kansas City game? That's the same offensive line combination until Ryan Jensen comes back. So you can't blame the offensive line anymore. Offense, get going. Run the ball. Give Fournette 20 carries. That's it. The magic number. 20 carries. And maybe for total yards, because he might get some receptions too. Maybe if he just goes for a combined 120 yards, 120 total yards. If Leonard Fournette just does that, and then you have Mike Evans go off, let's say, like he did last week with Carolina, although the offense didn't produce much. But if you give Mike Evans six catches, you give Godwin eight, and then you get that Kate Otten kid involved, guess what? The, the Bucks will actually have an offense again. But please... The magic number for the Bucks tonight, if they need to win this game, which, by the way, if they do, they'll go to 4-4. Four and four. If they do, you got to give Fournette more carries. Give him 20 yards. 20 carries. That's it. Or if he get 19, and then somehow he gets like 8 or 9 catches for like 80 yards, and then he runs the ball for another 85 or something like that, I will take that any day of the week. So please, please, Byron Leftwich, if you're listening, run the ball. Run the bleeping ball, please. And stop going for it on fourth down inside the red zone when you have a guaranteed three points in Ryan Suckup, who, by the way, has been your only offense for the last two weeks. So Please, Byron Lefwich, if you're listening, or anybody in Tampa who's around him right now, run the damn ball. Run the damn ball. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Now, as far as tonight, 28-18, combined total of 46 points. Not very high scoring, but I do think Tom Brady, as far as the, him himself, that means if you get Leonard Fournette to carry the ball at least 20 times, which is all I'm asking, just 20 times, which means if you do that, you take out the 20. That means Tom Brady only has to throw 29 to 30 times. That's fine. And if Brady goes 21 and 29 or 29, uh, 22 or 31, I will take that all day long. And he throws for 250 and he doesn't turn the ball over like he did last week. The Bucks will win this game going away. And all of the national media, they'll shut up. They'll be silent about all this if the Bucks just run the ball offensively. And if you do have to throw, please, wide receivers, please catch the balls, please. That's it. I know this sounds like a plea deal, or it just sounds like a desperate plea, but from what I've seen all year long, this offense has to wake up at some point. Has to. Because otherwise... This will be the first time in Brady's career where he won't make the playoffs. Yes, I'm saying that right now in mid-October when we still have eight, or actually not eight, nine games left to go in the season after today. All you got to do is run the ball 
and get in a rhythm offensively and we'll beat Baltimore going away. Because for as good as their defense is, Lamar is not that good enough to lead them back. He may be an athlete, but he is not going to lead them back. So please, anybody in that Tampa area, I know I'm not the only one out here in Cal Southern California saying this, but all of you in Tampa know what I'm talking about. All of you in Western Florida know what I'm talking about. Please. That's all we're asking. That's it. All right. With that, I'm going to end the show there. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow for Prediction Friday. Don't forget, you can listen to the show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, and anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also listen to this show, or not listen to this show, you can also watch this show on Rumble, either by downloading the app, or if you're watching on a desktop computer right now, just go to rumble.com, create your account, and search for the username ADGERKY. That's A D. G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe, and you'll have all 436 episodes of this podcast. And please like, comment, and share, so that way we can sneak up Rumble's algorithms and become one of the best sports shows on that platform. To follow this show on social media, you can either do that by following the show's Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow this show on Instagram by searching for the hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram by searching at Austi Spamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. You can also I think I did the show's hashtag. Yeah, the hashtag on Instagram for the show is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. And for post-episode interaction, you can follow this show on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Have a great day. Peace out. And I'll see you guys tomorrow.